good um, subject would be, um, you know, when someone wants something, their thoughts focused on the lack of it or what they don't have actually hurting them and not helping them. I thought that would be something that would be good and then could be practical steps or something. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't believe I heard you correctly. Well, that was because you were staring at yourself in the camera. <laughs> I was looking at the cameras to make sure that the lighting was good. Watching me swat a mosquito in the right place. I was saying the whole concept of focusing on what you want instead of what you don't have and that whole lack come from a place of lack or this or that I think that's a really good nugget and a for someone to learn but also a really good conversation to have um, that's my suggestion but I'm open obviously to others well I think that that's great and it starts with listening to yourself mm -hmm. because if we're just going based off of what we think then we find ourselves in a place that's lack. We have to put a frequency to it. And that frequency allows us to hear what we're saying. It could be to someone else, but ultimately it's to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we listen to it and we say, wait a minute, where did that come from? Well, why am I having this feeling of lack? Mm -hmm. where, is, where are these thoughts coming from that says, I don't have this and I need this or I want this? Mm -hmm. Because before you can move into this place of focusing on abundance, infinite possibilities, creation, all of this stuff, you have to oftentimes go back before you can go forward because if the thought feeling or emotion stems from I don't have this and I need this then that's your first indicator that you're focused on mm -hmm. lack yeah there's something missing it's like the the underlying thing like there's something missing right now that I need to have right which means just you're in lack right so it, it's um and some people will hear that and be like so what i'm not supposed to want anything like i'm just supposed to be you know like there's what about goals and what about moving forward yeah. because i've had conversations with other individuals like what does that mean i just sit here and this right. is it and i'm like no that's not what it means like there's a thing called you can have intentions of what you'd like to see take place and you can look at, at life and, and have goals but there's a difference in saying something's missing right now and yeah. I want this because something's missing around and that's where the authentic conversation with yourself has to take place in looking at some of those things and saying is this something I want because I feel like it's missing and if I have it I'm going to feel happy content yeah. fulfilled whatever it is right. and that is a lie that's the old story it says that I need to get somewhere else or have something else to get this emotion that's already in the moment or this feeling that's already in the moment. So I was talking to the guys this morning and they were um, laughing because Monday night, at the end of Monday night's meeting, I'm like, man, how are we gonna yeah. catch Eric up on this? 
<laughs> like, I mean, I was just completely amazed with those two hours, in awe of those two hours, and just really aware of the abundance of that time. And we were joking and laughing because if you're not there, it's really hard to catch someone up to it right. and explain it. And then Tuesday night rolls around and we have our next meeting and it was like tenfold of what Monday was and it was just such abundance and on Monday I couldn't have realized, I couldn't even figure out or think yeah. of how to top that moment in mm -hmm. time. And so after the meeting on Tuesday, once everyone left, I sat at the end of the table and I was just kind of being in the moment and remembering the feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, I felt in that moment completely complete, just abundant, and it was just an incredible moment in time. Does that mean that I don't have needs? Mm. Do I not need money, paycheck? Do I not need bills? Do I not need a new car? Do I not need to lose weight? Do I not need to plan for the future? Do I not need... Of course, I need all those things in that moment. Right. But it wasn't... And, I'm, and I will continue to position myself to get all those things because that's what life is that's exercise and so but I in these moments I'm not coming at these things going here's a problem mm -hmm. I need to solve it right I don't wake up in the morning and go here's my list of problems mm -hmm. like infinite list and then I start trying to figure out how to solve these problems all day long right Focusing on solving the problem. Focusing on the good of the problem. And so, it's, it's different. It just is different. And it's hard to communicate the difference because it's not something that you can be aware of until you're in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's a lot of people that talk about doing things. They talk about being mindful. They talk about being self-aware. They talk about goals. They talk about this. They talk about that. But no one's doing anything in the moment. They talk about it and they say they're going to do it. They say they're going to go back and do it. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that they're not doing it in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> I just like the go back term because I used that the other night. And you called me out on it. Yeah, and I was like, it was made so much sense. Like so you said, somebody says uh, we're gonna go back. You need to go back and do it. Well, what do you got? Like a DeLorean out in the parking lot that's gonna take you back in time to is do that, that? What is that the context? Because I didn't know what's the context that, of what he said to you. Well, was I was I was actually talking to to Mark, and I just made the comment, go back, and. I don't, even, I, I don't even remember what the, what I was what the setting was in it, but when he pointed it out, he just very quickly said, "Well, he goes one thing is you can't go back; you just have to do it. You, you're, the only time you have is now," and that set off a whole chain of events for me and the whole right. rest of the meeting. I was, my mind went 
yeah. like fired off and I hit the quantum wave and like walked out of there on you know level 900. That's awesome. Because I did so see much, that part of some, the video. Yeah, some parts, some stuff hit, but it's uh, it's just part of our vernacular too. Like that, we just say stuff, right? And we don't again pay attention to what we're That's saying. Like the words. And they do mean stuff. They mean stuff to us because yeah. we've learned those words with a certain meaning. And we repeat those words, even in the pre-programming, that meaning sets into place. And all that stuff that's pre-programmed with it goes into place. But So by saying, I'll go back and do it, it's like saying I'm going to go back to first grade and do first grade over again. I, yeah. I'm not going back to first grade. I can never be eight, whatever age you are, six, seven years old. Yeah. You know? I can't go back and do that. Right. I can do something now, but I can't go back and do that. And so having even that in, in my wording you know, is ridiculous. Because it sets myself up for something I can't do. Yeah. I'm literally saying to do something that it's impossible for me to do. Right. And yet sets me up for a position of lack. Right? Because now I've set myself up to do something that I can't do. This is just another thing I can't accomplish. Right. You know? Yeah. Tuesday night's question of the night was, uh, did you hear what you just <laughs> said? So, I was, while you were saying that, I was thinking of some things that people say. Yeah that aren't aware of it and one of the one thing that I know a lot of people say is I didn't mean that mm -hmm. and so where we're talking about this place of abundance is a place where that phrase doesn't exist mm -hmm. because if it's coming out of your mouth mm -hmm. it came from somewhere mm -hmm. which means you meant it whether you meant to say it or not some you know your your body your mind is telling you whether you're listening to yourself or not now are you meaning if you have a different choice of words or if something slips out that you really didn't mean to say both, both? yeah i think i think the importance is is that getting into a position where that you're you don't look at things you you didn't quote mean to say as something wrong, like so. There's such yeah. a there's such a connotation on language that we're like trying to say the right thing all the time. And if I say something wrong, I just need to reposition it a different way so that it comes across right. And authentic communication is saying what's coming out right. and being okay with it, and then being okay with the fact that you need to evaluate what you right. just said or have somebody even call you out on it and say, "Did you hear what you just said?" Yeah. And then realizing and going, "Well, that's weird." Where'd that come from? Right. Like, not, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. And that, isn't that what I said earlier? Uh, probably. But that yeah. that is like the whole, now I'm going to go back in time and then justify who mm -hmm. I am, where I am, where I came from type of thing based on something that you don't really know. You're just justifying it based on that instead of just going, oh yeah, that's weird. Wonder yeah. why I just said that. Mm -hmm. I actually say that quite often, don't I? And then you're, if you're in an authentic community, they'll say, "Yeah, you do," or whatever. And then you're able to unfold it, right? Versus locking it up yeah. and going, "I didn't mean that." I, I didn't mean I, that. Is like trying to reel it back in. And when you reel it back in, you're just going to reuse it again. Yeah. You're going to cast it back out again. And if I leave yeah. it out there, I can expose it for what it is. Whatever and step out of it yeah. and, and not have to keep participating in that. I can do the, yeah. hey, hey, I don't, <laughs> that's crazy. I don't, I don't know why I said that. 
but I said it, yeah. you know, and then look at, and then start exploring that. And that's the fun part, looking at where did that come from? And going back to the meeting the night, that's what I did when he said that was, and we joked like years past, it would have tr- totally took oh, me a yeah. different path. But that night I was actually able to step out of it and leave it out there and look at it and go, where did that come from? And it was, you've been living, you've been trying to live in the past a lot lately. That was the next statement that came to me to myself. And I went, oh, you know, and then I was like, no, I don't. I don't really live in the past. This is all going on in my head. Right. I'm listening and talking right. at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Look at all the stuff you've been doing lately where you're living in the past. Because you've had some stuff that's disrupted your present, in your opinion. And I'm like, yep. And then it went boom, 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 boom. And it dominoed to back to this huge thing that was really eye-opening for me yeah. and all that came out of was like me not reeling that back in and go well that's all i meant jason that's all i meant you know never mind that was an accident i didn't mean to say that and then that would have pulled everything back in and i would have gone in a whole different direction so it's just honoring that it was what you meant to say just holding on to that even as uncomfortable as it may feel and then kind of dissecting it and figuring out where it came from it always comes from somewhere right you know now, that's really good that's a, what you just said was really a powerful statement. Honoring what just came out. Honoring yourself. Mm-hmm. Trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get on, on like quantum wave, Wi-Fi over here. Uh, it begins and ends with you. You're in this relationship with yourself. Um, you're getting to know yourself and what a relationship is about. And what communication in the relationship is about is about building trust. Mm-hmm. And as you begin to trust yourself, honor yourself, see what was said, see what was done, accept it for what it is, you begin to build this mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. where you're not second guessing everything. You know, you're not trying to figure out everything as you go along it may be that way at the beginning but it's just really such a simple process of respecting yourself honoring yourself and saying you know what yeah that just came out of my mouth so therefore it's mine Mm -hmm. and now it's now I have the opportunity to see why right it's mine because oftentimes like when we're really doing good and things are really good we say a lot of interesting fun things during those times too that mm-hmm. we don't really pay attention to and that's one of the reasons why we don't break the old story in those moments is because the old story is stronger than the new story mm-hmm. and like you mm-hmm. said you're you know you're reeling it back in so that you can use it again but if the part about living life on the quantum wave and just enjoying everything in its abundance and being aware of all of it and that awareness creates this incredible gratitude then when we're authentically communicating to ourselves in those moments we are aware of what we're saying Mm -hmm. and we're taking just as much time in those moments are we as we are in the moments where we see the old story and what that does is it begins to build this new skill because we are aware of what we're saying, it's making us feeling feel mm-hmm. good, we're remembering this feeling, and as that, what that does is that gives us the power then to let the old go away. Mm-hmm. And repetition's the mother of all skills, so every day we have this ability because we are 
relational beings and we're always communicating that we have this opportunity to do the work from the moment we wake up our open our eyes till we go to sleep at night we have the opportunity to change mm -hmm. simply by being in this relationship with ourselves and listening to ourselves and communicating to ourselves and unfolding into the future versus living this life in our mind where we don't have the opportunity to practice all these exercises and create these skills that are ultimately going to change us because nothing else is going to change us. There's no book, there's no program, there's um, no anything that's you're going to be, you're changed from this moment forward. No magic. No we magic all pill. have the same opportunity every yeah. single day. We all have the same 24 hours. We all are relational beings. We're all created in this unique way. And when we're aware of who we are and where we are, and we are operating in this relationship, a committed relationship, where we trust and we respect and we um, want to know more about ourselves than all these other things that people seem to reach for, those things come naturally. Yeah. It's by really getting to the basics of participating in the relationship that matters most to you, which is you. Yeah, I was going to say that's the quote of the day. The most important relationship is the one with yourself. Yeah. It's been the quote of the. The yeah. most week. important relationship you have is with yourself. Is the one with yourself. Well, because every and this is what keeps growing out of all this as the conversation continues. Is Jason brought up a really valid point about um, you begin to trust yourself when you start allowing and honoring what you're saying, mm -hmm. and not trying to make it, you know, right, wrong, whatever. It's just look at it for what it is. Yeah. Is that when I can begin to trust myself, now I can begin to trust other people, mm -hmm. right? And I, there, you know, there's so many people that walk around with trust issues, and it's yeah. the the excuse is like, well, so and so burned me, or yep. such and such, and it's an external blame per se off an event that was a real event. Right. The event's real. It's not about making things, you know, something else than what they were, but it's about understanding that your inability to trust has nothing to do with what someone has done to you, but it has to do with your inability to trust yourself. Right. And so if you can learn to communicate with yourself authentically, then you can learn to trust yourself. And if you can learn to trust yourself, you can learn to trust other people, which opens the door for communication with other people right. and your ability to hear what's actually being said. So it's, 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 a, it's a domino effect, but it starts, like you said, it starts with communicating with yourself and trusting yourself and honoring yourself and those things. Because if I don't do that with me, how the hell am I going to do it with somebody else? Right. Yeah. Whether it's my wife or whether it's a business partner or whether it's a family member, it doesn't matter. Right. Because you're not aware. You're not you're not willing to be aware. Right. Yeah. You're not committed. You're not invested, and it, it's not going to work. You know the the funny thing is is it's just the way in which we've been programmed. Mm -hmm. And you know. Doing a bunch of external things to try and please an external source, whether that source is God or your wife or whatever it may be, your boss or your coach or whatever, that mindset is reinforcing the old story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And so we've been trained this way since an early age to, you know, please yeah. our parents, please the teacher, please God, stay out of trouble, please our friends, you know, really please a girl or a guy or whatever if you're trying to get into a, yep. a relationship. And it and none of it has anything to do with us. Yeah. With yourself. I think plus a quote that I got from Jim Carrey that I put out yesterday was, your, your desire to be accepted will actually make you invisible in this mm, world. No doubt about it. And so I was like, yeah, I was like, when I heard them say that, I was like, wow. And it's so true. It's what you're just saying. Like what happens is you're trying to do this to get somebody to notice you. And in the, in the doing of what you're doing, you're making yourself visible, the real you. Right. And then you wonder why your relationship is not going well or that people aren't responding to you well at the office or that your friends are thinking you're crazy or whatever it may be but it goes back to you're not communicating authentically with yourself right you know it's in the powerful part of that is is that most people when you get into this position of frustration with whatever's going on you don't have any control over i can't make my wife right work on herself to better our marriage i can't make my brother do what he needs to do to better our relationship or whoever it may be it, but what I can do, and I have complete control over, right. is working on my relationship with myself. That I can do. I don't need anybody else to buy into that but me. Mm -hmm. And then when I do that, everything else changes anyway. Right. Right. And so now our focus is on ourselves, which awareness, the, the universal principle of self-awareness is that it as a whole, as an exercise, brings upon gratitude mm -hmm. okay so now I'm aware of myself and I'm a gra I'm grateful for who I am I'm grateful for everything that's around me even if it's not up to what right. I want right. but I'm aware of who I am and and mm -hmm. where I am and what I have and I'm just a, it it's a yeah. it is the natural process so now I'm in this new place of gratitude mm-hmm and so when I'm in this place, I'm only going to attract people mm -hmm. that are in the same type of place. I'm not going to attract people that are in a negative place. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm not going to have conversations where people are irritating me because I'm not attracting those people into my life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's when we go back and we say, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to have a good relationship with your mom. You're supposed to have a good relationship with this person. You're supposed to have a good relationship with that person. So then you go back in time and you drag the old story mm -hmm. into your current moment and you try and make it something that it's not. Right. And it's all because, Tony Robbins says, is because it doesn't match your blueprint. Yep. And that blueprint is the old story that is etched in your brain on how you think things should be right mm -hmm. and the reality is is that do we want to communicate and have abundance in all of our relationships we are not in control of that what we're in control of is having an abundant relationship with ourselves. right knowing ourselves, being in a position of gratitude all the time and the more we spend time in that place the more of that type of life is attracted to us. So now we're not sitting in a place of lack trying to focus on positive things so that we can attract those things to us. Mm -hmm. 
that it doesn't work that way. That's the universal principle is that you can't be in a place of lack yeah. in a problem solving mode and attract anything else other than problems in your life. Right. And people say, mm. well, it just can't be that easy, Jason. And I, I'm here to tell you that it's that easy. Like this stuff is not rocket science. The problem is, is the problem that we will find with it is it's too easy. It's, and our brain gets in the way and says it just can't, it be, can't that be that easy, which is easy, the old story. Jason. <laughs> which is it makes it hard because it's like you, you know, then you can't make like a, a, a system or you know a way to do it where other people can experience the same thing because really, you know, it's not rocket science. Like yeah. you, you didn't find some new thing. You just started really getting basic with who you are in communicating, really getting basic with communicating, and it creates it. And anyone can have this thing, mm -hmm. which is abundance, which is life, which is all these incredible things. And all those things that you think you need, that you want in your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, all of that stuff, it's not that that goes away, it's that it actually starts coming towards you now because right. now you are in a position to receive, receive it, it, to yeah. bring it into your life because when you're in the fight, flight, or free state, the survival state, the problem-solving state, you, you cannot do that. You're pushing it all away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so all you're seeing is more problems. All you're hearing is more problems. All you smell is more problems. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, if we're in the, using our senses to identify where we are, it's like everything is a fucking problem. Yeah. And... It, well, there's a... Uh, one of the things that came up in the meeting the other night that really hit me hard was when you were discussing part of it with one of the guys, and we were looking at what was going through his head, mm -hmm. like the st old story he was telling himself that he wasn't even aware of at that moment. And where we got to, which was... On a, on a level of truth of where, you know, authentically like where he's at. Mm -hmm. And you, you could literally see a, this is, the old story is really complex. Like there's normally yeah. a lot, like this is one of the telltales for me when you're, when you're evaluating this with myself or with other people. This over here is super complex. Right. Because complexity makes us feel like things are important. Right, and that there's just if I can figure this out, then I'm therefore important. Like there's this whole thing right there. Like I've got to make the problem bigger than it is, or the issue bigger than it is, because it makes me feel more important about myself or in the world or whatever it is. And the simplicity of what the truth is is typically where things, or not typically, it's where things rest. And uh, in, in the moment is it's real simple, and it scares people. And they say the things like it can't be that simple. It's just not that simple. Well, why? Well, if it's that simple, the, the conversation normally goes back to, if it's that simple, what does it say about me? Yeah. Right? And so, right. well, what does that say about you? <laughs> Did you hear what you just said to yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. What is that fear of letting something be as simple as it is, allowing and quitting resisting this simplicity, say about what you think about yourself? And then have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's the so, conversation no one wants to have. Right. No one wants to have an authentic communication about what they think about themselves. Yeah. They'll tell you how much they love their neighbor, yeah. you know, and they love God, and they love this, and they love that. But when it comes down to that communication about self, yep. with self, it forget it. Negative. They will run. They will go everywhere 
else but be in that moment that and that's where you need to be it, that's what and when they do when they do finally have it it's mainly negative they don't point well, out it's always good. negative yeah or I mean, you were going to really say something is. you had something a second ago because you moved like you're going to i was up. i don't know i lost it I lost, okay yeah. so start, think about it like, this i was just thinking about this while you were talking as well how simplistic some of this stuff is really all of it is life like life was created for us to to just float down the river, just to be in the groove and enjoy it and look around and be in this place of abundance and experience it and love it for mm -hmm. all that it is. That is life. And so one of the exercises that we do that a lot of people really struggle with is meditation. Mm -hmm. And so we, we say, okay, well, all we want you to do is get into this place where you close your eyes mm -hmm. and you practice listening to your breath. Mm -hmm. For five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, an hour, whatever it is, a day. And people are like, but they can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's, what do you mean just listen to my breath? Shouldn't mm -hmm. I think be thinking about something else? Shouldn't I be doing this? Shouldn't yeah. I be doing that? Now I'm that? thinking about not thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, it yeah. is so difficult to do something so simple. Uh -huh. But when you get there, because you've positioned yourself to practice over and over and over and over again something that did not seem you know natural and we position ourselves in that place then it's the most incredible experience that we've ever had in our life and we begin to see that what was you know not easy to do becomes easy and it gives us this power to be something greater than we ever thought that we could be, something greater than we mm -hmm. ever thought we could experience, all yeah. because we listen to our breath consistently for a week, for a month, for a year, for two years, well, for the rest of your yeah. life. That's, a, that's the kicker, is the consistency. You know, is that one of the things, I was listening to Eckhart uh, the other day, and he brought up the fact that, like, you know, uh, the greatest addiction in humanity is we're addicted to our own thinking, to, to thinking, you know. And... Then I started thinking about, um, you know, Dispenza talking about how much of our thought patterns are old. Right. Thought patterns are old story. And I was like, so I had somebody ask me, they were like, so what are you addicted to now? And at the time I was like, I, don't, I can't think of anything. But I was like, I'm still, there's still that addiction to the old story. Yeah. The, you know, because there's so much of the thought process that I'm addicted to thinking and the thinking that I'm addicted to is oh. the old story. And just admitting that and putting that out there, it's like saying it, is and leaving it out there, not trying to justify it, but like coming to that awareness that, that it's humanity. That's the that's the problem that we run into with doing something as simple as stopping. And the way to overcome that is to be willing to do the work. And then open ourselves up to new possibilities each time we do it without trying to figure out what, how, seven times? Do I need to do Why six am times? I doing the work? What's going on? Yeah, I got to do this. Why. I've done this five times, Jason. I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel any different. I, I'm really yeah. still struggling. And you really this. never did it one time, one, right. right? Because you got into the position from the old story, right? You're saying, guys, is the guy, the guy that walks into AA and goes, "I've been here at ten meetings. I still, I'm still craving drugs. This isn't working." Right. 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 And and you, you never were there. You were you were attending. You weren't participating. Right. And so the meditation is the same exact thing. It's the same, you know, behavioral pattern or practice is you have to sit down and participate. Yeah. Just sitting down and attending meditation is not the same as participating right. in it. 
And so that in and of itself is and an experience. It's, it's just not an experience. Yeah. You cannot control it. Yeah, it's right. not. It's an experience. You have to be okay with it's that. not. It's not a test. It's not a football game you're trying to win. Mm -hmm. It's not. There's there's no high Good score and low score. You know, all that's and again, that's all the old thinking that kicks mm -hmm. in when you're starting to do some of this stuff. Is that it's just sit yeah. and breathe in the simplicity of that. And once you experience, you have those moments you're like, ah, oh, okay, that's what that was. How the hell that just happened? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because I didn't try to make it happen. Right. But the the repetition of that creates new space. And I think you have to be gentle almost with yourself as you're going through the process in the beginning because how many years have we had this pre-programming going on basically since birth so mm -hmm. depending on your age that many years and just realizing to just be and to just be okay with what it is and that again like you said not winning or losing but it just is mm -hmm. um, I heard a really good example this morning and it's like if a baby is learning to walk and starts to, you know, come in the room but then falls down, you don't run up to it and say, hey, dummy, that's not how you do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, you should have learned that by now. You realize that it's something new and you go and you encourage them. That's the same thing you should do with yourself is just to cut yourself a break and, you know, really just jump in not knowing. That unknown part is what's so difficult for me at times. And I think if you just, you know, try it, and, or not even try it, but just do it, but participate, mm -hmm. and allow yourself the time to be with yourself that you won't even, you could not even believe the results, just like you said with the meeting, thinking that was the best meeting you would ever have, and how would that ever top it in the very next day? It tops uh, yeah, I mean, explain that to me, how I've been doing this for over 12 years now, and I've been in a whole bunch of meetings, yeah. and a lot of good meetings. Right. And how can I be, like this week, experiencing the bit the best meetings of my life? Like, how is that even possible? I've been doing this for a long time. Right. Well, because I position myself to experience the best meetings of my entire life, right. or the best moment. Of your I don't entire go life. into it judging it, make telling it what it's going to be before it is. I'm just showing up. And participating yeah. in the moment and you know and I'm aware which gives me the gratitude and I'm just like wow this is just absolutely amazing I'm in awe of what it is as well as what it could be now it gives me that desire to continue to position myself to experience mm -hmm. greater things versus hoping wishing begging and praying for greater things right which is that problem-solving mindset that just doesn't exist. But here's the deal, is that in that place, that place where how could I top this meeting? How could I top this speech? How could I help this person? How could I do this? That place that we have labeled, the old story has labeled as negative, as bad, is a place that we like to call vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that place is it. That's where it begins. Mm -hmm. And so people that desire something greater in their life have got to get into a position of vulnerability mm -hmm. where you are not in control and you do not know what the outcome is going to yeah. be yeah you show up like you don't try to make the best meeting in your life take place right you show up and you're there you're present and you experience it 
Because in the thought of even saying you need to try is the assumption you're walking into the room that something's already missing. Right. And, there, and there's nothing missing. And the, the issue with us trying to improve what's already there and perfected is, is that we're not, we don't allow ourselves to experience it at the level that it's already at, which is everything. Yeah. yeah. And so same thing with meditation going like that is us, when you sit down and meditate and you're trying to do this or you're thinking about that, the, the mental game, mental masturbation that's going on right there is that, hey, I need to do something. I need to add something to this moment or to this experience to make it right, right work, effective, whatever it is. And the reality is there's nothing to add at all. Right. It's already there. Just experience it. Yeah. And so um, you've been given everything that you need. Yeah. You cannot add to everything that you need. Yeah. And so just being aware of that in the moment brings yeah. on that state of gratitude and then you just continue to experience what everything Thing. that you need. Everything yes. you need. So it's in, right there. So I say in closing, talking to the camera here. Um yeah. Uh, I think how you take what we said and actually participate instead of, oh, I just listen to that podcast every week or when I see it on Robin, Jason, or Eric's feed, that you actually take what we said and start to apply it to your own life and participate on whatever little scale that may be in the beginning and just know that it's a step in the right direction. And that's what I got to say. Ask us if you have questions about it or yeah. how to get started, but just participate. Don't try to change your life or try to do this. Just be. Yeah, and communicate. You know, if you're if you're struggling, if you don't think you're doing it the right way, if you're this, if you're that, you know, if you communicate with us, we are going to communicate with you. Yeah. And that is uh, another universal principle for everyone in every aspect of life. If you communicate your information, not someone else's information, because you went to this great seminar and they gave you the rah-rah and now you want to be, you're going to, you know, and you're sharing all this information that they shared with you, that is not going to position you for it. You've got to share your intimate information with the people around you. And the universal principle is, is that they will share their information mm -hmm. with you in return. And that's the blessing. That's the juice. That's the energy of all of it. And so we will communicate with you if you communicate with us. There you go. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Mm. <laughs> Thank you.